Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Geek-Centric Podcast is proud to bring to you our spoiler-free review for A24's The Iron Claw. Let's get ready to crumble into severe depression. Oh, no. What's up, geeks? This is the Geek Center Podcast, and today we step between the ropes of the cinematic squared circle to discuss the thoughts on a film that absolutely body slammed our emotions. My name is Kev, and I'll be your ringside announcer as we give the play-by-play for the latest movie from A24. A huge thanks to A24 and Elevation Pictures for inviting us to attend the Canadian premiere for The Iron Claw. Now, no wrestling promotion is anything without its world champion, so let me introduce ours my co-host for the show. Coming to the ring, he hails from parts unknown. He's the everlasting podcasting, Honda driving, economy class flying, Lego wielding, Lorcana dealing, son of a gun. Woo! It's Nasty Nate. What's going on, champ? Oh, hey there, brother. <laughs> He's not in this movie, right? No. Uh, Hogan's not, <laughs> but that's good. I, I appreciate it. You got a wrestler, so yeah. it works. And it's a brother. You know, like, I think people look at us, and we've got a similar build and facial hair. We could be brothers. You know, look at my beautiful brother. Yay! And it's a movie all about brotherhood. I think yeah. that is the most perfect wrestling analogy or quote you could have brought out. It's the only uh, one I know. Well, yeah. there we go. <laughs> now, I mentioned the film is uh, from A24. And it's Mm -hmm. amazing that for a studio known for horror films such as Hereditary and The Witch and so many more beloved, just like all time horror films, this might be their most terrifying movie yet, Mm. Uh, you know, and that might be because it's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very um, it's very real. I wasn't I don't think I was prepared for how real it was going to be, Kevin, and I don't think anyone in our in our (laughs) And our audience was prepared from all the gasps and shocks. And you you were like kind of I would notice moments during the movie where you would sort of like lean over a little bit and like like, oh, just wait. <laughs> like, there, there's yeah. one scene in particular and I I knew it was coming and I don't think most people in the audience did. And it yeah. just hits. It hits so hard. And. I think it was a combination. It was either gasps or for the le- second half of the movie, it was sobs. There was sniffling. I don't know if everyone just had a cold or, <laughs> I mean, this movie hits hard. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Now, um, I can't wait to dive into this one from the top turnbuckle, but first, a little about the film itself. From A24 and Elevation Pictures, this is the true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers who made history in the intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early 1980s. Through tragedy and triumph, under the shadow of their domineering father and coach, the brothers seek larger-than-life immortality on the biggest stage in sports. Written and directed by Sean Durkin, the film stars Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, Harris Dickinson, Maura Tierney, Stanley Simmons, Holt McElhaney, and Lily James. The film elbow drops its way into theaters on December 22nd, 2023. Uh, Now, as regular listeners of the program might know, I've been a pretty big wrestling fan most of my life. 
I don't watch regularly anymore, but I've attended dozens of live events around North America, including 13 WrestleMania events. These days, I've uh, primarily focused on being, uh, you know, on uh, behind the scenes stuff and documentaries, one of which being Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's an episode that focuses on the Von Erich family. But even before that, I was familiar with the basics of the family story, as most avid fans of the history of wrestling are. Uh, but for yourself, Nate, outside of the Peanut Butter Falcon, which we were uh, discussing <laughs> after the movie last night, yeah. what is your familiarity with the wrestling world and the Von Erich family in particular prying to seeing the film? You know, I for me, it's, uh, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit, like, yeah, like, brother i know that guy <laughs> and uh and i i knew um i knew of uh of um uh the blonde haired guy <laughs> in this movie with the rick bullets. flair you know rick 16 flair. time world champion rick flair <laughs> yeah the blonde haired guy so i knew of rick flair from like i i watched a a, a a show called the golden touch which is about an auction house and uh and he was he did, was featured in an episode there but i mean for the most part yeah like dwayne the rock johnson john cena uh you know, you can't see me like that sort of stuff, like the stuff that I think the whole world knows is mostly what I was known knowing about. I knew going into this movie that it, that there was going to be some sadness for sure. Uh, I was told, get ready to to cry, get ready to tear up. It's it's not a a uh, happy, uh, you know, sort of feel good sports movie film. You've um, gotten into those feel good sports <laughs> movies lately. I love them. We, we saw one this year. Like yeah. You, yeah. You, you love those, but this is not that. No, no. I think, um, it, I, I basically kind of looked at like something like the peanut butter Falcon, which, uh, stars a character who really is in love with the idea of becoming a wrestler, um, as almost a, it's it's still a very there's still very sad stuff that happens in that movie but that movie will soothe your wrestling heart after watching this one i think it it might make for a good sort of follow up to sort of have something that does sort of feel a little bit better leaving uh leaving the the film <laughs> i think i think everybody's going to need a feel good something or other yeah. after watching this Ooh. movie uh but the timekeeper has rung the bell so let's lock up and get started Nate, what were your initial thoughts on the movie? Uh, what were some things that stood out for you? What really worked? Yeah, I mean, there, you know, it's interesting because we normally go into these reviews with what worked, what didn't work. Um, I don't think I don't think I've got really too much that didn't work. Uh, if I can even, I would have to really stretch myself to find something for this film. Uh, what an incredible and tragic story we watched, Kevin. I mean, the the movie draws you in; it gets your heart pumping as you you watch this this. The, the rise and the fall of the Von Erichs, uh, the Von Erich family and, and these brothers. And I was so happy to get to watch the movie with you specifically, Kevin, just knowing that you are such a huge fan of wrestling. It, to me, it felt like, and for people that listen to the podcast, if they know Darcy, it felt like watching a deep cut Marvel story that I don't really know too much about with Darcy, but it's you and it's wrestling and it's wrestling history. Um, I think for me, though, the the biggest thing, I mean, so much of this movie will stay with me but i have to acknowledge the first thing i have to acknowledge is the cinematography in this movie i was pretty uh blown away with with um i guess it's matthias erderly uh if i'm pronouncing that incorrectly i apologize but they did such an incredible job with how they captured the moments in this movie and i'm sure a lot of that came from the directing but you know it's the way the camera either moves or is placed in a certain moment in the film is done so well 
you know, cinematography is used to tell a story, but here it's also used to reveal certain elements about the story that take you from one place to another in shocking ways. And there's a scene uh, that I think you brought up just a few moments ago where, and I'm not going to spoil it, obviously, but let's just say a character comes into frame and for maybe one second, you think, okay, everything's okay. Everything's, you know, it's, it's not okay, but it's okay. And then they pass by something in front of the frame and it's revealed that things are just much worse than they seem. Uh, And that moment and the way that the audience reacted is something that I think will stick in my brain as much as some of the other shocking moments that I've seen in A24 films. Absolutely. Uh, You know, the the, the scariest thing is often the realest thing. And this film focuses so much on that. And that's one thing that I really loved about the film. Uh, I mean, you can look at some of the narrative and uh, in fact, as I was putting together this show, I went and rewatched that episode of Dark Side of the Ring, uh, focusing mm-hmm. on the Von Erichs, to see how close the the movie got the story to the the real life um, incidents. And they do jumble some things around. They gloss over some facts. They 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 gl- Hollywoodize some things for the sake of the movie, um, and that rarely bothers me. Uh, when something is based on a true story, I understand the the point of elaborating and everything, and and that couldn't be more true here. Uh, I don't think that they did any injustice to any of the the, the real life characters in doing so, uh, and they they did get the the most important facts uh, dead right. And we can talk so much about the, the the cinematography and the music and the acting, and I'm, I know we will. But for me, the one thing that I really appreciated was how realistic they treated how wrestling works i think Mm. the behind the scenes stuff of how wrestling works not just from what you're seeing on the tv or as a fan in the ring uh but the the mechanics of how people work together as a team behind the the scenes and you'll have two guys who are about to go out in the ring and beat that crap out of each other or at least that's what they want to make us think but they're yeah. actually working together because they both benefit when they both look good and they both keep each other safe. And the film doesn't focus too much on that, but the little tidbits that you get, there's a great moment with a, uh, a wrestler who also came to a tragic and uh, bruiser Brody, and he's got a great interaction with the Von Erics and it's so sweet and lovely. And then he goes out there and he's the bad guy. And I just, that's, <laughs> it was just so cool to see wrestling represented that way. Um, and properly, I think it was, that was really appreciated. Well, and you know, I think the movie to me, and I was telling you this as we were leaving the theater, it's, it, it almost felt like, uh, two halves of, of a bigger story in that, like the first half of the movie, you're going to go in, it, it gets your heart pump and it feels like a, a feel good sports movie very much so. And then it, you know, it slowly starts to become more and more upsetting and distressing and, and sad. Um, but I will say for that first half, the amount of humor in the movie was really surprising. I think, uh, again, going into this and being told, like, you're going to cry, it's going to be upsetting, it's it's not a, a happy story. But to still laugh at so many amazing moments between these brothers. And and I think the other aspect to it, too, that I really appreciated, uh, being someone who's who's not, you know, hasn't really ever followed the wrestling world and looked at it from the outside perspective it was nice to sort of see you could tell that there's that authenticity that you're talking about, Kevin, in that it's not just they're not just showing wrestling so cool. They're also showing like the silly 
you know, stupid laughing at wrestling moments as well. And they're not afraid to sort of like say like, yeah, there's some really silly, stupid things about wrestling as well. And they embrace it and they have fun with it. Uh, and there's a really great moment with Zac Efron uh, where he, you know, he's given his, he's trying to give a, um, what would you call that, Kevin? A, a hype up speech or <laughs> what did you say? No, he's cutting a promo. Yeah. He's cutting a promo. Right. And he's just he's just not doing great at it. And so, again, it's just really <laughs> fun to sort of see, as you said, the behind the scenes aspect of it and to see, you know, sort of the the elements of family in the world of wrestling that even go beyond uh, just this family that we're focused on. Absolutely. And I think the humor is so important early in the film because oh, yeah. they do such a terrific job of showing just how close and just how much these brothers love each other. And that's so important for the second half of the film to to resonate with the audience, which I think it does really, really well. Uh, and speaking of, of humor, I think all of the, the Von Eric boys get a chance to show some personality and some humor. Um, and, you know, I've been I've been pumping up my boy Zach Efron on this channel for a couple of years, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we've really only seen him either play, you know, the, the good looking youngster and he's got some singing chops. So we've known that from high school musical. And I think if you're a fan of uh, neighbors or neighbors too, you got to see uh, some, the humor and he brings that out here, but man, does he bring some acting chops to this film? Uh, yeah. You know, I, Ke uh, Kevin Von Eric isn't, wasn't the biggest of the Von Eric brothers. He didn't reach the most fame, but this story really does focus on him. And so to get that kind of performance from Zac Efron as sort of the anchor that carries this, this movie was so impressive. I think he's going to open up a lot of eyes, change a lot of perspectives on what he can bring to a role. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's, it's fantastic to see that, that at this point in his career that he's, he's, able to maybe make that shift, make that pivot. Because I was telling you, Kevin, as I, has, I've never really watched a lot of Zac Efron. Like I, I was telling you like high school musical and then uh, 17 again was like the last thing <laughs> that I had watched. Uh, and yeah, dude, this guy can act. And it's also incredible to see the dedication uh, of the look as well. Like he is Ooh. massive in this film, like physically so huge um it, to a point where there's a scene where he walks in i didn't think he was going to fit through the door that he was walking through <laughs> and he's in these like cut off shorts and cut he off barely shirt. fits in those shorts yeah dude he, he looks incredible he was he was giving me uh lou ferrigno uh in in a few moments oh, especially like, with the haircut yes huge. i couldn't help but think lou ferrigno huge. which is like damn you're talking about the hulk now yeah so now we're talking about superheroes. Can we consider? Can, can would you put him on your short list for Wolverine? Would you? He's would there. You move him on 100%. there now. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. He's got the. He could be the comedy. He could bring yep. the physicality and the seriousness as well. Again, I think you know we we there's there's a sense of of tragedy to. Uh, the character of Wolverine that I think he could bring as well. That's, that's portrayed in this movie. Um, I also want to shout out um, just the, I mean the entire cast, like we're just going to gush about this entire cast, but I mean, Harris Dickinson is David Von Eric is unreal um, to see the way that he portrays this, this man who uh, you can, you can visibly see learning in every frame that he's in. Like you see, in his face, the way he's acting, that he's picking up on all these little elements of what he needs to do to impress, uh, you know, the, the the people around him to impress his father. Most of all, um, I think was 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 
you know, you could you can see it wholeheartedly in, in his performance. And Holt McCallany as Fritz von Erich just being this stone wall man that honestly, like, because going into this movie, Kevin, I was like, I'm like, don't spoil too much, but is the dad a, a, a big uh, asshole? Like, is he a dick? <laughs> and you were like, he was a horrible man. But to go into it and see the change, right? Because we do get to sort of see, we do get to see a, a little bit of a, a small moment where we get to see him with with the boys at, at that younger age. And I was like, this guy's so charming. Like, I love this guy. Like, he was so delightful. Uh, and then so to see him go from that and and to kind of progress this way to just become this this literally brick wall of a human that just is all about the success and the 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 you know getting his sons to just be the best no tears and it's just holy so good yeah watching watching um Kevin von Erich talk in the dark side of the ring uh documentary about his father and he says that it it is these moments of tragedy that that happened throughout his life where you where he, they noticed the change in him and it was one after the other that compiled and just changed him and i think this movie does such justice to at least letting you understand where this character is coming from and why he behaves the way he does um i mean i think uh this the, the very same can be said uh with with Maura Tierney uh, as uh, oh, the mother yeah. uh, uh, Doris oh. Van, Van Van Eric maybe one of the hardest lives of a mother ever when you when you really when you really think about it and i would imagine so you know to see her trying to deal with everything that's going on but also trying to keep the bits of her family uh together it's just so uh it's just such a daunting thought and just such a powerful idea of what she had to go through and she brings this sort of stoicism to that role that i really really respected well, I mean, um, speaking of, of a, a certain sense of stoicism, maybe a, a quieter uh, sense with Jeremy Allen White, um, who plays Carrie. And he's he is he's not in this movie as much as I think we would have wanted. Um, and, and that was something you had mentioned too, Kevin. He's he's quieter in this film. But I also think that that when the movie showcases his pain, you can see that he's doing everything in, possible to hide it. So I think the sort of almost the lack of him in this movie speaks volumes about the way that this man lived his life in that, that he was just so reserved and just saying, well, if I just keep my head down and I keep pushing and I keep pushing and I don't necessarily, you know, make people notice me too much, um, I can get by and I can get through some of the things that happens to him. And it's, it's just, it's, it's incredible to see, uh, Again, just Jeremy Allen White again in The Bear. I think he's also, he's kind of a similar character in that sense that he is very quiet. He goes through loss. There's such a sense of brotherhood in that movie. So I think he was perfect for this role. Yeah, I mean, if you were to say, okay, we've got Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White, who's, you know, going into it, you'd say, who's the lead star here? And you would assume uh, it would be Jeremy, you know, especially because of the accolades he's received for for his work in both uh, Shameless and more specifically The Bear. Mm -hmm. And even watching the documentary again, um, when you look at the physiques of Kevin versus um, uh, Carrie, like Zach had the body of Carrie. And Jeremy actually looks a lot like Kevin. And, mm-hmm. you know, you could have almost switched them. Uh, I'm glad they didn't because Zach is so great. Uh, I have a theory. I'm wondering if 
you know, shooting the bear perhaps kept Jeremy from being in the movie as much as maybe they would have mm, liked if they wanted to include him more in the story. But I mean, we did talk about how the narrative is so incredible and their decision to focus on Kevin was the right call because everything is sort of seen through his eyes and we experience everything through his lens and, and perception of the world around him. And seeing characters that try to pull him out of his world. Uh, I want to shout out Lily James as Pam uh, was fantastic, instantly charming. Like the moment that like, like I, I, I think the audience will like falls in love with her before <laughs> before uh, Kevin necessarily does, and it's just it's such a beautiful um, character in that. And I don't know if she's a real person, but I just mean like in that she is she is very much similar to to Doris in that she has to grin and bear through all of this stuff. Um, but you can see her also trying to push past and and almost kind of get Kevin. Uh, out of that comfort zone and and sort of just you know not necessarily have to um she embraces him she loves his family but at the same time you can tell that she's struggling and fighting to sort of get him out of what he believes is is his uh this this curse uh that the von erics um believed that they had on their family absolutely and um you know we, we were talking a lot about the, the main players here. I think there's some really uh, small character work that goes so far into creating this world. I want to shout out uh, Michael Harney. I know him from Orange is the New Black. Um, oh, yeah. And he, and he plays uh, sort of the, the ring announcer, the play-by-play, the sort of voice of WCCW wrestling. And while I never watched, you know, this is before my time as a, a human being on earth and be a wrestling fan. So I never watched specifically world-class championship wrestling. He, he played that kind of character to perfection of what I have them envisioned in my mind. And, and from old clips that I've watched, he sounded just so perfect in that role. And, and so I just thought that was really cool. And then there's some really fun, cameos from actual wrestlers uh throughout the oh. movie playing historical wrestlers you've got chavo guerrero jr who plays the sheik um mjf who's currently the world champion in aew wrestling he has a role in it um but a non-wrestler i think stole the show in terms of representing these true historical wrestling figures and that goes to kevin anton who played harley race yeah and and he looked just like Harley Race. I honestly thought when he was cutting a promo when we first get introduced to him that it was stock footage. That yeah. is how spot wow. on he was. So it was incredible. And I would say if I was going to nitpick anything, it was the casting uh, for Ric Flair that left a little to be desired in my opinion. Uh, but at least they got Harley Race, who's uh, an equally big name in the history of wrestling. They absolutely nailed that one. Yeah, I think that was the one thing that I was kind of like curious about leaving... Uh, we were talking about some of the performances and, and I, I I had asked you like, yeah, is is Ric Flair like is that is was that a good portrayal? Was it not a good portrayal? Uh, and you were kind of saying it just didn't quite match up. And now that, you know, you you, you mentioned um, uh, Harley Race, I think that, you know, if, if you're comparing the two, uh, I'm just looking up pictures of 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 Harley Race and holy crap, that's crazy. Like to yeah. that big old round 
beer belly. Like he wasn't the the kind of physique that you picture with your Hulk Hogan's and yeah. and that Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen bring. Uh, Harley was a big, tough, beer drinking son of a bitch who was gonna beat you up without the flashy muscles. And this guy just had that like an, an old school dad bod down to a T. Wow, wow, so good, so good. Now, so much about wrestling, especially these days, uh, is music. When somebody's entrance music hits, cool. it is it is so it's just it's it's a part of their character. That's what gets the crowd reacting first. When people hear that first note of a song, um, they just they know who's coming out. They're on their feet cheering. And there is a moment in this film that nails that feeling. Dude, there is a needle drop with Tom Sawyer uh, by Rush. And it it got the again, it gets the heart pumping. It's such a fantastic moment in the movie. It's a moment that I think as shocking as there are moments in this film, that is one of the lighter and happier moments that will, again, stay with me. And and, and I think it's just such a it's so beautiful. And it's just it's 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 fantastic. It's, again, it emphasizes the love that these brothers have, but also in a way that focuses specifically on wrestling. Um, I also like just in terms of the the vibe and feeling um, because of the again, the, the music and, and the visuals. I also want to shout out some of these interstitials and, and scene transitions that they do that just put you right into that era, right into that time frame of, you know, it's not necessarily a time that I fully grew up watching TV, but um, getting to see, like, again, the very retro vintage, you know, the way that the transitions would happen, like like sliding across or or I don't even know how to describe it. Like but. those old CBC sports <laughs> graphics that you would yes. get, like coming up on Monday Night Football, the Chicago <laughs> Bears versus the Green and Bay the Packers. And the font is so, like, <laughs> lame. <laughs> so, it was so good. It just, again, the, the way that the movie is able to capture um, a moment in time or a, a, an, an era uh, and, and a, an entire sport, um, I think is just, it's, it's huge. And again, to be someone on, for myself, on the outside of that, uh, looking in, it was just, it's, it's fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, so much of this movie is, is fantastic. And now, every wrestling match typically needs a heel or a bad guy. Um, and this is generally the part of the show where we'd be that heel and ba- or bad guy and start nitpicking things that we didn't like about the movie. But I honestly, as I thought about this film, you know, over the rest of the night and going into today, I am struggling to find a single thing that didn't work for me. How about yourself? I Nothing. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I think that they're they're. Again, I think I said to you there was maybe a single moment or line that may have sort of taken me out. I won't say anything about it because it is near the end of the film. Other than that, though, no. I, I again, I'd really have to nitpick on it. That that is such a small little thing in comparison to just the massive success that this film is. All right. Well, we're getting the signal from the referee that it's time to wrap this match up. So let's get into our finishing sequence. Uh, Let's give our final thoughts and scores on the film. Today, we'll be doing that on a scale of one to five flying drop kicks. Nate, why don't you start us off? Fantastic. Okay. Um, This movie was exhilarating, thrilling, shocking, and devastating uh, throughout its 12 hour. uh, Sorry, it's 12 hour. It's two hour and 12 minute runtime. Uh, it's got so much heart. Um, and I was just so surprised again with how much humor there is in the first half of the movie. Um, the love that these brothers have for each other is, is wholeheartedly on display here. 
and the contrast between that and the the sharp turns of of tragedy that's like creep into the movie into its second half just make for a, a movie that honestly I don't think I'll ever I don't know if I'll want to watch again anytime soon um, but at the same time it's a movie that will stick with you it's a story that will stick with you and uh, and it, it will stick with me for sure um, I I always love movies and series that can not only entertain me but also teach me so much at the same time. And with this based on real events, uh, the, the fact that I now want to watch more stories from the people within this sport, I think speaks pretty highly of how much it was able to captivate my, me. And, and I just, again, I, I really enjoyed this experience um, for as tragic as it is. There's, there's just so much highs. There's so much lows. Um, and this cast again is phenomenal. And, and Zach just, Please get some awards. Let's go. Let's get Zach some awards. Let's get Zach in more movies like this. Uh, I want to see more performances from him in the dramatic side of things. Um, and uh, yeah, again, the the way that this movie uses cinematography to reveal elements of the story that hit you, I think, like you said, Kevin, like a slam to the floor of a wrestling ring was it's just such a harrowing experience. So yeah, I'm giving this film a solid, solid five out of five flying drop kicks. Yeah. You know, um, a 24 has been taking the, the cinematic world by storm for, for years now. And I almost feel like I've missed out on a lot of that just because a lot of their movies are in the horror genre or they are more dramas or the just the type of movie I don't find myself seeing a lot. So I haven't been able to appreciate a lot of their work. Um, and so when I heard there was a movie coming out about the Von Erich family, uh, I was I was in from second one. This was one of my most anticipated movies of the year. And then I heard that it was from A24 and it was like, wow, this could be something really special. And it didn't fail to deliver in any regard. It was everything I expected it to be. And so, so much more. Uh, like you said, the performances here are unbelievable and they're so integral to bringing audiences in and and feeling the pain and the anguish that these characters are going through, and normally I'm like, oh, it's just not my cup of cup of tea. That's I don't know if I'll ever watch this movie again just because of what it puts you through. Mm-hmm. But that is not to say anything negative about the experience that I had watching it. And you know, I found this really special as a fan of wrestling, in that it gives so much love not just to the specific characters, the Von Erichs. But to the world of wrestling, it, it, it does such an amazing job of showing what that's about. And so not but but it'll be great for fans of wrestling. Yes. But I think it's going to open the eyes of so many people, like you said yourself, who don't know much about wrestling. It might open some eyes and and create some intrigue into looking at the history of wrestling, because as a sport in general, there are a lot of stories like this that deserve to be told and are and are worth being told. And so maybe this is just the beginning of that. Uh, but even just for this movie itself, I'm so excited for audiences who might be going in for reasons other than loving wrestling or or knowing what this story is about and being completely blown away at what they're seeing on the screen. And I think the audience with us was certainly indicative of that. I think there was a lot of shock, a lot of awe, a lot of people 
kind of being like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this. And holy moly, what is happening here? Well, I think what was uh, really think... funny. Sorry, just really quick. You no, mentioned, yeah. I think Iman Vellani was sitting in front of us at our screening uh, with her friends. And the the you just see them throughout the movie sinking deeper and deeper into their seats, just like horrified and mortified with, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm assuming you know they i i they they were literally cheering when um when Jeremy Allen White came on the screen and so i imagine the the draw for them was to see Jeremy Allen White and Zac Efron and and see these you know muscly dudes and stuff like that and so to kind of be have that for the first half of the movie and then just get hit so hard by that second half you could you could they were a, a perfect representation i think of the emotions that a lot of people are going to feel uh in well movie. yeah even even the hype guy before the movie he was sort of getting the audience ready and introducing <laughs> yeah, taylor the patterson film. shout out to block <laughs> yeah uh, it was you know we're ready to see some oily shirtless dudes and afterwards you're like that was not setting the right tone for what this no. movie was and so i think even he was taken back you know by yeah. by what we saw there um and so i think one of the really nice things about the movie, just wrapping up here, is that it doesn't feel uh, exploitative at all. It doesn't feel like it's using this story uh, for any reason other than to try and tell it as earnestly and honestly as possible. And I think as tragic as it is, there is still this way that they find a bright light at the end to sort of to sort of bring it all together and, and put a bow on it at the end. And And you don't feel as awful leaving the theater uh as you maybe could have and i think that's a real testament to the storytellers here uh and i think the fact that while some truths are stretched and and some facts are moved around a little it's it's such a great representation of this of this family's uh story and really a, a really triumphant return it's one of my favorite movies that i've seen of the year and i really hope to see it get like you said some recognition come award season even just to be on the ballot i think for a wrestling movie will be a real real triumph uh with that i am uh giving this an emphatic five out of five flying drop kicks now kevin flying drop kicks that's the one you jump off the rope and then you're you kick the leg well how does it work Oh well, so the, uh, I think uh, Kevin uses a uh, crossbody from the top rope. That's his okay. big signature move. But the drop kick is where you sort of you jump up and kick the guy with both feet. Flying Whoa. drop kick. Whoa! Okay. Yeah, they, and the Von Erichs use that a lot. Uh, in addition to their signature iron claw. And the iron claw also, because I was asking you this as well, we were gonna we were like, let's talk about it on the podcast. But how does that work? So it's like they're grabbing. It's like pressure to the head. Is that why it hurts so much? Yeah, or? I mean, like, okay. But next time we're together, I'll give you an iron claw, <laughs> oh, no! and we'll see how long it takes you to go stop, 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 stop. Because <laughs> I don't think it'll be very long. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, I mean, like you see, uh, apparently all the boys worked on it their whole lives because that was their dad's signature move. He invented it, yeah. and they were all so strong in the hands. Like you should see them working out with like ropes on their fingers and their and they could like take an apple and crush it yeah uh, they could they could like take a beer can full and just explode it into their hands uh you even see the uh, there's a phone book being practiced on in the movie right yeah. um which is just a cool little touch that they do throughout it uh so yeah again next time we see each other i'll give you a christmas iron claw oh, i can't wait <laughs> Well, the ref has made the three count, and the match is over. That's it for this review of A24 and Elevation Pictures, The Iron Claw, which crushes its way into theaters on December 22nd. If you enjoyed this program, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts, if you haven't already. 
Uh, once again, a huge thanks to our friends at A24 and Elevation Pictures for inviting us to the Canadian premiere so we could warn you in advance to bring some tissues. Uh, we can't wait to hear your thoughts on this powerhouse of a film. As always, you can write into us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if that's a bit too much like a submission match and you're more of a high-flying ladder match type, you can hit us up on our socials. Nate, let them know where they can do that. Yeah, they can uh, they can reach us uh, on uh, oh I don't want to call it X whatever um, <laughs> they can reach us on Twitter uh, at GeekcentricYT uh, for as long as that platform exists it might get uh, Iron Clawed out of existence um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but then you know another great place to reach us would be on our Instagram at We Are Geekcentric we also got some great uh, reels there and some TikToks uh, at We Are Geekcentric um, so definitely check out those platforms as well we're planning in the you know in 2024. Uh, I've, I've told Justin, I said, I want this to be a big year for, for reels. So uh, if you want to look for maybe a little more short form content from us, uh, we're going to be focusing that right over there. Well, and speaking of the holiday season is upon us and we are still pumping out content faster than Santa's elves with toys for the kiddos. Uh, we've had the pleasure of reviewing some terrific movies lately, including the Marvels, the boy and the heron, as well as the Netflix films, leave the world behind and chicken run Dawn of the nugget. And uh, we also have some incredibly exciting content coming up next week, including interviews with Leah Jeffries, Arian Samhadri, and Walker Scobell from Disney Plus's Percy Jackson and the Olympians, as well as some very special content from the premiere. And we're talking the red carpet world Ooh. premiere of Rebel Moon Part One, A Child of Fire, which our very own J-Law had the pleasure of attending this week in Los Angeles. So be sure to keep an eye on the Whoa. socials for some really special content coming from there, including an interview that uh, we didn't think was possible. We didn't think was going to happen. And it did. And Justin was very excited to get that done. So I can't wait to see all of the footage from that. Uh, and as you said, so, so much more as we move into 2024, where things are only getting bigger and better here with Geek Centric. Uh, and as always, when I'm hosting, I like to give a shout out to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash geekcentric, where we've got a lot of the all of these interviews, as well as some of our older content with videos paying tribute to some of the things we love, including a very special wrestling video that was yeah. a lot of fun to make years <laughs> ago. So yeah. check that one out and everything else. Be sure to review, comment, show us some love, guys. Uh, we love to hear the feedback and can't wait to bring you so much more. But until then, thank you so much for tuning in. And as we say, love ya. I don't know. It's not like an announcer. I don't know. Love sure. Ya. Get <laughs> home safe and peace. <laughs> oh, it sounds like mommy did the iron claw to uh, Robbie <laughs> oh upstairs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like right on time, too. Like Right? 